Annabelle and the Earthworm. Annabelle's mother loved gardening and used to allow Annabelle to help her from time to time, but only when it was warm and sunny and never after it had been raining. The mud from the flower beds would stick to Annabelle's podgy little hands and she would wipe them on her trousers and her shoes would also be covered in wet sticky earth and Annabelle would walk it all over the path making an awful mess. One warm sunny day Annabelle was pulling out weeds beside her mother and throwing them in the rubbish bin. Sometimes she missed the rubbish bin and her mother would tut just like this. Her mother had just finished tutting for the third time that day, when Annabel noticed, just beside some roses, a small hole. Being very curious, Annabel poked her finger down the hole. What happened next was very secret. Now, I'm not sure I should tell you, but as you have been very good today, I will. When Annabel poked her finger down the hole, something tickled the end of it. Annabel jumped up and screamed. Her mother jumped up and screamed as well, because Annabel had jumped up and screamed. Something tickled the end of my finger, howled Annabel. Her mother looked down the hole, but it was a black hole, and you cannot see anything down a black hole. There's nothing there, said her mother impatiently, and tutted off to do weeding somewhere else. Annabel stared at the hole. Something had tickled her. And there was something in the hole. Slowly, she leaned forward towards the hole, but not too closely. Hello, she called, but very quietly. There was no answer, so she called down the hole again. But all Annabel could hear was the sound of an aeroplane passing overhead. Although she could not hear anything, she could certainly see something, though. A head. No, not exactly a head. A tail. No. Not exactly a tail. Annabel did not know whether it was a head or a tail. Whatever it was, it had popped out of the hole. Annabel had seen these little red pinky things before. They were called worms, earthworms, because they lived in the earth. The worm leaned over to the left, so Annabel leaned over to the left. The worm leaned over to the right, so Annabel followed and leaned over to the right. Then they looked at each other for a few moments before Annabel leaned forward towards the worm. The worm leaned forward towards Annabel. The worm was making friends with her. Annabel, it's tea time, her mother was calling from the kitchen. At the sound of her mother's voice, the worm shook its head and with a quick slither shot back down the hole. Annabel did not say anything to her mother because worms made her jump up and scream as she had before. The next day, Annabel sat before the hole as soon as she had finished breakfast and whispered quietly towards it. Slowly, very, very slowly, the worm poked itself out of the hole. Then it waved to Annabel by swaying from side to side. Annabel waved back by moving her head from side to side. The worm bobbed up and down. Annabel bobbed up and down. Then she waved her hands to the worm. The worm remained quite still. It could not wave back, as worms do not have any hands. Instead, Annabel nodded, and the worm nodded back. Meow! The awful screech came from behind. Annabel jumped 
the worm jumped and vanished down its hole. Montgomery, Annabel's cat, had come for a cuddle. Oh, bother, cried Annabel. Now she would not see the worm again until tomorrow. The next day she was a little late before she met the worm. She wanted some cereal for her breakfast, but took an extra handful from the box before her mother could stop her. Of course, she had snatched too much and could not eat at all, so she had to sit there, forcing down the extra spoonful until she had finished, and thinking how silly she had been, and promised herself she would never snatch extra handfuls again. This time the worm was waiting for her, and gave her its usual wave. Of course, Annabel waved back, but this time she stretched to her full height to show the worm what a big girl she was. The worm also stretched up, halfway out of its hole, to show Annabel what a big worm she was. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, then something terrible happened. I should snuggle down in bed if I were you. There was a whoosh, a loud, long, fluttering whoosh. A big blackbird swooped down and twang, pap, whoosh. Annabel stared, through big eyes as wide with surprise. Half of her friend, her worm, was wriggling in the yellow beak of a blackbird as it soared up and away out of Annabel's garden. Her mother tried to comfort her all day, but Annabel cried so much her mother had to turn the washing machine on as she was running out of handkerchiefs. She's heartbroken, cried her mother when Annabel's father came home from work. A blackbird has stolen half her worm. The father looked down at his sobbing daughter. It doesn't matter, he smiled. Annabel howled even louder. I've lost my friend, she cried. Oh, no, you haven't, said her father. Oh, yes, I have, cried Annabel. Oh, no, you haven't, her father explained. If you cut a worm in half, it doesn't die. Something very strange happens. You get two worms instead of one. The next morning, Annabel sat by the hole and whispered down it and waited and waited and waited and waited. When her daddy came home that evening, she was very close to crying. Annabel said her daddy, you will have to be patient. It takes a while for the worm to grow a new head. So Annabel waited and waited and waited again. A week later, Annabel's father woke her up very early. He took her down to the garden and showed her what he had built. Above the worm's hole, on four poles, he'd stretched a net. Annabel looked and looked, and in a very puzzled voice asked, Why have you put a net above the hole? You'll see, her father laughed. Suddenly, as soon as her father had gone for his breakfast, there was a small pop. Annabel skipped and clapped her hands in delight. Her worm had come back. She swayed from side to side, and the worm swayed from side to side. She leaned forward with the worm, and the worm leaned towards her. They were friends again. Then, quite forgetting, Annabel stretched to her full height to show the worm what a big girl she was. And the worm stretched halfway out of its hole, just like before. Oh, dear. There was a whoosh, a loud, long, fluttering whoosh. A big blackbird swooped down and twang, pap, pong, whoosh. And then squawking and fluttering, fluttering and fighting. The bird finally managed to break free from the net and flew back up into the tree, very frightened and very shaken. Now Annabel knew why her daddy had built her a net. He knew the worm was back and this time he had protected it. The worm nodded her big thank you and Annabel, with a huge grin, nodded back. Mm -hmm.